Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Cricket Unfiltered. I'm Menes, and the women's Ashes is underway, and Australia won the first test by 89 runs, which nets them four points. So I'm thrilled to be joined by one of the stars of that team, right-arm fast bowler Kim Garth. Kim has played 91 international matches, representing both Ireland and Australia. Kim, welcome to the podcast. Uh, where, where do we find you now? Thanks so much. Um, currently in Birmingham, um, so we're starting our prep for um, the T20s, which start tomorrow night um, at Edgbaston. Yeah, it must be very exciting after the Test match win. Um, tell me, what was it like when you you found out you'd be making your Test debut and getting the the coveted baggy green? Yeah, it was um, incredibly exciting. Um, definitely a, a unique journey. Um, but yeah, once Shells um, kind of sat me down and told me that I'd be playing, um, it was just all all very exciting. And then, um, yeah, morning of the test match, I was very, very nervous. Um, but it was awesome to have my family there as well. That was really cool. And, and for Mel Jones to, to present me with my, my baggy green. And then, um, yeah, obviously the coin toss went up and we were batting. So uh, I think it just it delayed my nerves a bit more, to be honest. Um, but the whole thing was, was really cool and, and, and very exciting. Well, that's great. So I know um, both your parents played for Ireland in international cricket. So, you know, the, what was it like for them to see their daughter, you know, walk out there and, um, you know, play a test match? Yeah, I think they're obviously uh, incredibly proud. And um, it was really, really nice, as I said, to have them there. And they were really excited to be able to be there as well. Um, I guess in essence, it was like a, a home game for them. Just they flew 40 minutes across the water. So um, they were just delighted that they could get to be there. And I guess... Growing up with my brothers, just having Test cricket on the TV all the time, and 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 then to be part of one was uh, incredibly exciting. And yeah, they, as I said, they were very very proud and and just really really happy um, to be there on the day, I suppose. Absolutely, and uh, 
So it was a, it was a great test match, and it took till you got your your first test wicket in the second innings. Ash Gardner did let let you have one. Um, uh, <laughs> Sophia Dunkley caught behind. What, what was it like when you when you you got your first test wicket? Yeah, I think relief more than anything. Um, felt like I'd bowled uh, quite well throughout the test match. Um, it, was, it was pretty flat at times, uh, but yeah, just to get that that breakthrough at, at a pretty important time as well. Just. Uh, towards the end of play, um, I think on day four, when they kind of had a little bit of a partnership starting to build, it was relief, um, excitement and, and happiness, I guess, all combined into one. Yeah, it was such a good match. And you're right, England, you know, came out of the blocks hard, chasing the fourth innings total. Well, I think they were none for 50 before um, your team struck. So, uh, you know, I guess, you know, what Ash Gardner, eight for 66, 12 for the match, uh, the first woman to take eight for in an innings in a test match. You know, what 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 was it like being out there for that performance and how good was it? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I think Ash, Ash has made a name for herself with the bat, I suppose, more than anything. But I think the thing that's been so impressive about her cricket over the last few years is that she's turned into a genuine all-rounder in, in all three formats as well. Her, her bowling in, in T20 cricket, um, I played with her in the WPL there in March and she bowled at some of the hardest times. And, you know, bowling off-spin isn't, isn't a, an easy thing to do in, in white ball cricket. Um, but yeah, then to obviously transfer her skills and across to the Red Bull, um, it was awesome to watch, and she just she couldn't miss really there by the end of it, or sorry when she got into her spell. So yeah, it was awesome to be part of, and um, yeah, look, she's uh, an, an incredible cricketer, and so uh, no surprises really. But um, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And how were the celebrations after the Test match? Yeah, it, they were great. Uh, we stayed in the the rooms for a while for a few hours at Trent Bridge, and then. Um, went to the had a bit of a team gathering after um, just to to kind of debrief I guess the five days it was all very emotional it takes it out of you um, this the nervous energy and the um, you know the ups and downs across the five days so um, yeah it was cool to just kind of sit down debrief and um, and enjoy enjoy each other's company and celebrate um, what was it what was the big five days yeah, I imagine. I grew up watching um, Ian Healy keeping with broken fingers all the time and I hear Elisa Healy, um, you know, put in a, an absolutely monumental captain's effort, 50 in the second innings and then keeping with two broken fingers. I mean, d- did you did you have any idea how, how you know, much pain she was in on that last day? Yeah, well, I think we were, we were um, aware that she was in a bit of pain, um, but... Yeah, look for her to go out and first of all play that innings. Um, she'd come off the back of a, a few a few low scores or a few no scores, I think, and, and they were very quick to remind her about that. Um, but once she got off the mark, she was absolutely flying. To play in innings like that at such a, an important time was was huge in the context of the game. And then to, she was so tidy with the gloves as well. Um, and as you said, she was in a lot of pain. And and a lot of the time, I think for most of the second innings, stood up to the. Sort of to the stumps um, for the for the quicks uh, and obviously the spinners. So um, yeah, she she had a, a massive role to play for us, uh, and she did really well. Um, yeah, you know, given the circumstances. Yeah, and um, you know, what's it like for for a player like yourself that plays you know predominantly limited overs cricket, and you know, in the Australian pathways there is no red ball cricket cricket for female players. You know, what's it like then making the jump to a, a five day test match? Um, in the you know the cauldron of an Ashes contest, yeah, it's certainly very different. Um, but I think lucky for lucky for me and obviously the team, I suppose usually the Test match kind of sits in the middle of 
of the white ball stuff. So there's there's not a whole lot of prep. It's kind of white ball prep and then straight to, to red ball and then back to white ball. Um, but because this was the, obviously the first game of the series, we kind of had our month uh, leading up to to the test back home in Australia. We had camps which were very red ball focused and, and, and we had a, a fair lead into it um, with the red ball and training with the red ball. So, um, yeah, look, there was a lot of... Um, a lot of Red Bull prep, which was really cool, but um, I guess yeah, nothing really prepares you for for the game until you're out there. Um, we did a few have a few practice games, but um, yeah, look, it was really cool. It was definitely something that uh, took a while to get my head around and just being able to work into my spell a bit more and and try and be a little bit more patient. But um, look, it was awesome and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it was a really fun a fun few days. Is it quite sim- simply is a, a fast bowler transitioning? Um that you just try to sort of, you know, bowl more consistent line and length and whereas in, you know, limited overs cricket, you try and vary your deliveries more. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, it's definitely part of it. Um, definitely part of it, but I guess also just trying to, trying to figure out, you've got a bit more time to, to figure out the batter and, and, and try and set them up. Um, and yeah, there's, there's all sorts of, uh, fun and games, I suppose that, that come with that, but, um, yeah, obviously, Trying to trying to work the batter over for a, for a longer period of time mainly, uh, and just getting used to to the red ball as well, which which swings for a lot longer, um, and, and it's different to the kookaburra. So there's a few things that come into it, but um, yeah, look, certainly enjoyed enjoyed that challenge. Uh, and where do you stand on um, the amount of women's test cricket? Every time there's an exciting test match, um, you know, the, the cries from sections of the media: should there be more women's test cricket? You know, I sort of my opinion is I feel like it's about the right at the moment because while those pathways are developing that, um, you know, it is, a, it's a big challenge and uh, puts a lot of strain on, on the players. Uh, but you know, where do you sit on it? Um, yeah, look, it's a, it's an interesting question. Um, I think, yeah, like I'd be similar, have a hold a similar opinion to yourself where it's probably okay where it is at the moment, but I do think there's probably a bit more scope for, um, I guess the the top teams to to play to play against each other. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a tricky one because you obviously don't want to leave the other teams behind. Um, but yeah, while I guess um, this test match showed that that um, you know the the standard is there and 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 it's it was an awesome game across the five days. Um, but yeah, look, it's it's really exciting that um, you know we've got another test match coming up in India over over Christmas time and then another test match again against South Africa um, at the back in February. So I guess that's essentially three, three test matches in, in the space of a season, which I think is, is probably about right. And yeah, um, the girl, look, the girls love being part of it and, and playing test cricket, but it, as you said, it is difficult with no, um, no pathways, red ball cricket. It, it's, it's hard to kind of get your head around it um, with, with that, with, with little prep, but I guess with, with more, with more games, you learn more. So um, it's it's a fine line, I suppose, and an interesting balance. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it is a tricky one, but uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I love watch I love watching women's Test cricket, and um, yeah, I just know you know I see players developing at Premier cricket level in Sydney, and I just know that you know there's such a big gap between the standards that probably just needs you know if we can get some red ball cricket into the pathways, more fifty over cricket, I think that'll be so good for the development of the game. Um, so. So very experienced international cricketer, Kim played, you know, 10 years for Ireland, but, you know, almost 10 years. But what's it like then, you know, just 
sort of jumping into an Ashes contest? I mean, you know, does it feel hotter and, you know, can you feel the eyes of the world on, on the team? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Um, having lived in Australia now for, you know, five or six years, I, I get the, you know, the thrill around the Ashes and, and the, the build-up and you, what it means to Australians and, and I guess English English people in a way um, as to what it's like to, to be part of the Ashes and, and the hype around the Ashes. Um, so look, it, it is different, um, but yeah, I've, I've loved um, every minute of it. And uh, yeah, look, it's, it's, I guess it's only the, the start of the series has, has just been completed. So there's a long way to go in that, but um, it's it's really, really cool to be part of. And uh, over here as well, it's, it's something different that the English crowds have, have a little bit to say um, <laughs> at times, which is which is cool and uh, a bit sad when you're out there at the time, but it's, it's, uh, it's great for the game. Yeah, I mean, Ireland has a healthy rivalry with England too um, in all sports. So I guess you can draw into that a little bit. Um, so... I mean, you, you left Ireland to, to come to Australia in, what, 2019, just before COVID. Um, can yeah. I ask you, you know, what was the driving force behind that decision? Yeah, I guess it was just um, ultimately I wanted to play professional cricket and, and not have to, to work in an office, I guess, um, and, and be able to do that full time. And I had spent a couple of um, a couple of summers playing great cricket in Melbourne and and I'd been part of um, a couple of Big Bash campaigns as well and, and, and got a real taste of, of what it was like through that. And I suppose from there, I kind of went back home every um, every winter or, or Irish summer, I guess. And um, yeah, kind of just, I really just wanted to do it full time. And it wasn't something that I could really do um, at the time in Ireland. And yeah, I, I took the, the leap of faith and um, Cricket Victoria offered me a contract then. I think it was the same day that the, the borders shut to Australia with, um, with COVID, so who is it? It was an interesting time, but um, yeah, I um, made the big move and, and haven't really looked back since. So, um, how have you settled in? You know, in Victoria, making a new life, playing for Victoria and the Melbourne Stars. I mean, you say you were sort of you couldn't go home and visit your family for a few years. So, you know, how were you able to settle settle in, and what was the support like from Cricket Victoria? Yeah, the support has been awesome from Cricket Victoria. Um, we've got a really, really great group of girls in that program, and. Um, a lot of them whom I would consider my very close friends, um, which is really nice. Um, and, and very lucky for us, we were actually able to train throughout COVID. Um, so we kind of had, I guess, that's something to do almost every day, <clears throat> which we were very fortunate um, with the, the rest of the state being in, in a very hard lockdown. Um, I think if that wasn't in place, there's every chance I probably would have would have gone home at that stage because it was it was a, a tough few years but that kind of kept me sane is, is being on it going in and being able to see the girls every day and uh, and train and, and get that bit of um social s- stimulation as well i suppose yeah and what, what's it like being playing in the wncl and the wbbl since you made the move yeah it's been awesome i think it's helped my cricket um a lot it really really has just the standard of domestic cricket in australia is it is awesome um it's really really good and um, yeah, just playing with my mates, um, <clears throat> training with them pretty much every day once, when I am back in Australia is, is really cool as well because, as I said, um, it's a great group of girls and we've got a, a pretty similar crew in, in the Melbourne Stars and, and the Victorian team uh, and then a few of them here as well with, with Australia. So, yeah, it's really, really cool. And uh, a big news today that Australia have announced uh, a squad to go to Ireland after the Ashes and play three one-day internationals and you will be... Uh, going to you're part of that squad so I mean what's that feeling like to be now returning to Ireland um, as an Australian international cricketer 
yeah it's it's obviously very exciting i'm a little bit a little bit nervous about the whole thing but um i guess excitement more than anything to be able to go home and uh, play a few games back in in my hometown i guess um will be very exciting um so yeah look obviously big job here to to do before then but um yeah with the, with the announcement this morning and it's good it's, yeah it's pretty exciting are you nervous about playing your old teammates yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I'm a pretty nervous cricketer as, as it is, kind of no matter who I play against. But obviously, there's a bit of added spice being against, you know, um, my former team and and a few of the girls are still around now or who I played with. So um, there'll certainly be nerves at the time. But um, yeah, I guess excitement as well. Get to show a lot of you know my close friends here on this team, kind of where I grew up and and my side of the tracks, I guess. So um, yeah, it should be cool as well. Yeah, well, what were Cricket Ireland like about your decision to leave and? play for Australia yeah they were very supportive um, which which made the whole thing um, a lot easier <clears throat> being from you know the organization and, and also my, um, my 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 now former teammates were all very supportive of, of the decision um, which was really nice to to I suppose have their backing in it and definitely made the whole thing a lot easier well that's lovely to hear and um, you know you, you made you I think Australian debut in November last year I mean what you know, you put it. You put it all on the line, to, and you, you you left your family. You left Ireland. You you moved to the other side of the world, which is a big thing. You know, um, you know what was the sense of achievement like when you you made the Australian squad for the first time? Because you know you sacrificed a lot for it, so it must have been very satisfying. Yeah, it definitely was. It definitely wasn't. It wasn't something I always really looked to do. To be honest, I was quite happy over in Australia just playing. Um, you know, domestic cricket and, and, and having a really great group of girls around me. And then I guess through um, some consistent uh, seasons with the ball, um, kind of managed to to make my way into uh, contention for for the side. But then, yeah, obviously to get that call. And once I had qualified for Australia and to, to get that call from um, the, the national selector, it was, um, yeah, it was overwhelming, to be honest. It was incredibly exciting. And um, yeah, then once I guess the occasion happened, I had my parents there as well, which was awesome. And um, you know, to play my debut in front of, I think it was 30,000 people in India. Um, it was, I was terrified at the time, but it's something I look back on and I think, wow, how, how cool is that? And, and how cool is, is all this? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of what, what I've achieved so far, I guess, and, and hopefully plenty more to come. Absolutely. It's hard when you, you know, you ride in a, in the heat of a, an Ashes battle. Um, so, so just to wind up, you know, you've got the T20 series starting soon. Um, you know, how are the preparations going? Obviously, you know, England are a dangerous side in all forms, but, you know, you look at uh, Sophie Eccleston and, and Danny White and some of their players, you know, they pose a lot of threats, you know. So how's the preparation going for in the Australian camp? Yeah, it's going great. Um, really, really well. I, I know England are a very good T20 side and we're, we're well aware of that, but at the same time, I guess we're trying to, um, you know, just concentrate on our own game. And, and, and I think the one great thing about this team and why they are they are, or we should I say are so successful is that we're um very adaptable team um kind of have generally tend to have answers for everything that's that's thrown at us so um yeah look I think it's uh we're very aware that the threat that England posed but also um <clears throat> trying to just concentrate on ourselves and, and, and shifting that format to, to white ball cricket yeah, it's, a, it's an envious position for Australia needing just two wins out of six games to secure the Ashes. So, you know, the carrots dangled in front of you. Um, how, how's your preparation going for the white ball? Are you, you know, switching up um, from that red ball stuff now? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, we had our first training. We had a couple of days off after the test match, and then um, our first training back yesterday. So it was, it was a bit different having bowled with a red ball for about six weeks to, to then going back to the white ball and the batters. Standing there trying to smash every ball for six, it wasn't too fun. Um, <laughs> but yeah, look, it's um, something I'm sure we'll we'll adapt to pretty quickly um, with the game being tomorrow. So yeah, it's going well. Thank you. Oh, great. And um, you know, who were some of you you know your good friends within the Australian team that you know have really sort of um, you know helped you integrate into the group? Yeah, well, obviously there's a couple of Victorians. So I've got um, Elise Perry, Annabelle Sutherland, and um, Georgia Wareham, and, and and Meg as well. I guess when um when she's around <clears throat> but also um we've got uh become quite close with ash gardner which has been really nice i think we're quite similar in in many ways um but to be honest all the girls have been have been awesome and it's a really really easy group to to come into and and feel part of which is um yeah it's really cool yeah it must be a little daunting though uh walking into that australian dressing room well even now with all those you know legends around you do, do you just sort of pinch yourself sometimes yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I think I've, I've managed to define my feet and, and I feel quite comfortable in, in the dressing room now. But, um, yeah, it took a little bit of time, and uh, especially at the start, I guess, there was definitely moments where I was like, holy holy crap, look at this. You know, I've got all these, um, you know, amazing players around me and, and I'm now part of this team. But, as I said, it's a, it's a very welcoming group and, um, yeah, I'm very thankful for that. Well, that's great to hear. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining me in the, on the podcast. I mean, congratulations it is a you know wonderful story as i said you you put it all on the line and uh you've achieved something very special so you know good luck for the rest of the ashes and um you know look forward to watching you playing against ireland uh soon no worries thanks so much for having me thanks kim this is a piccolo podcast production Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.